Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacks' Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Man, that mole out here. Hey, yep. week two of quarantine, shutdown, lockdown, everything. Hmm. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yep. Hey, this it's a bit mad, you know, but it's like, I've been a bit, I've, I've always been a bit recluse in terms of I've, I've gotten used to just staying at home and playing games and blah, blah, blah from young. So it's like, this doesn't feel too bad. But now as a family man, it's, it's hitting me differently because I've got kids to entertain. Yeah. And so that's that's hitting me differently. I'm just like, right, yeah. like, I'm yeah. content to just chill, but my four-year-old isn't. <laughs> let's, make a, let's make a game out of who can stay quieter the, the longest. Yeah, five minutes, yeah. Two, two seconds into it, she'll be like, so why is everyone quiet? Or she'll say <laughs> one random question. Yeah. I don't want to yeah, play no more. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. yeah, but but Disney Plus, oh, yeah, them man dropped it at the perfect time, you know. Oh, yeah. did you buy it? No, no, no. I'm doing the seven day free trial, but it's looking like I'm gonna buy it because the way yeah. they've got Disney, Pixar, Marvel, like um, yeah. Star Wars, it's just yeah. like raw. Like this oh, yeah. quarantine, if if all you do is on stay on Disney Plus, fam, like it'll be lit. You Man. will not run out of things to watch. They they surprisingly had a it was a really good rollout for them because they were worried about Netflix and Prime and you know all of these other streaming services. So for it for it to roll out in the UK at this time where Bro. everyone's like locked up, yeah, yeah, yeah. The timing yeah, was just impeccable. Surprisingly good, good, <laughs> good. Almost, almost suspiciously so. Yeah, you don't like yeah. that. Um, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. Yo, who's in the seat? I, I think, think I was in the seat last week. You were, yeah. I'll take and I think, Robert, well, I think you were in the seat before. You were in the seat the week before. Was I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the week before, I think it was me and you, isn't it? Okay, then you're in the seat this time, then. Yeah. All right, cool. Okay. Um... I don't think I've. I can go first. I can go first. With social distancing and like lockdown and stuff, uh, how should Christians go about evangelism? Uh, I think it's the situation. I mean, the situation is perfect for evangelism <laughs> in that these are dark times. These are dark mm. times, aren't they? And thus, you know, the word of God, which is light, shines all the brighter in, I think, darker times. Um, however, where maybe the face-to-face co- um, communications would have been good, I think we've now got, you know, such technology as we are recording whilst living, you know, miles and miles apart. So there's still means and ways to get into contact with people, Um with your phone calls, with your thing. And it's probably all the better because now a call means a lot more because we are social distancing and we are sort of um, separated from one another. So your your call, your video chat, whatever, probably means a lot more because you're also reaching out as a human being to another human being. And then if you choose to share, share the word, it's probably all the better. Of course, you've also got your social media, which is... Um, you know, questionable as to how many social media saints there are, um, and, and how to make a genuine message, a genuine message sort of stand out amongst all the Psalm 91 quotations. Um, but no, I think we, we're, we've, we've gone past needing face-to-face communications as a society in general for a while. Um, I say we've gone past, we've gone past that being the only means to communicate for a while. So there's still there's still avenues to do so. So your response is almost evangelizing to people you know. But I'm thinking about like handing out tracks or spray and pray where you just go on a street corner and start shouting. Or oh, spray and pray, <laughs> hand out tracks. <laughs> spray and pray, you know. <laughs> um, no, well, that, that's where the social media aspect comes in, I guess. You, you still got... But it's like, when, if you do that, the, if you go out of your door, like in times yeah. where social isolation wasn't, wasn't a thing, you had yeah. more chance of encountering random people that you didn't know. Yeah. But now, yeah. now, even the, 
examples that you gave was very much limited to those you have some sort of contact with already of course so even if you were to use your social media like ig live blah 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 preaching there it's people who are already in contact with you yeah yeah and and that actually that actually highlighted another point with with the times as they are now if i'm to look at practical examples the nhs are taking volunteers um even to do like a a call and chat sort of service where people Mm. are able to you're you're made available to speak to people just to keep people sort of sane um and maybe that might not be the best avenue but it's still putting you into contact with other people and then you've got the the random people in your in your neighborhood like um your neighbors and being in the uk it's not uncommon to live next to someone for you know decades and never actually meet them or never actually have a conversation with them so you know even if it's just um, I think one of my friends um, at church, she went round to all the lot of the like el- elderly people in her neighborhood, just put her number in their in their letterbox and said, yeah, if you need anything, give us a call. We're younger, we can go and grab some stuff for you, whatever." You know, and she's had like really good feedback, and that's with engaging with people that she otherwise wouldn't have. So there's mm. still ways to to do so, and and you're right. I did just highlight the easiest, which is the social media the people that you already know, but even with social media, you know, there are elements of um, meeting people that you don't know and, and, and having access to people that you don't know. How many of your Twitter followers do you actually know on a one-to-one? <laughs> you know, so, yeah, there, there's, there's, still, there's still opportunity, um, albeit maybe not as uh, convenient as spraying and praying. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tracks, hopefully, sowing seeds, quote unquote, sowing seeds. Sowing seeds. Hopefully, well, it resonates with someone. Well, yeah, and I think it's even it's even more significant because these are very intentional moves. Whereas when you're when you're distributing tracks, you know, and and no 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 knock on that, you know, that track could help someone or could be a seed or could be water mm. seed. Um, but where where now you are having to be intentional about it. I think it goes more to that community, to that human-to-human interaction, as opposed to just, you know, I'm reading off a, um, a, a script for you sort of thing that sometimes those interactions can be like. Cool. Yeah. Cool. cool. Okay. My question for you, Peter, um, surrounds tithing. So mm. during this time, mm. I would do quarter tithe. Or I would like to take a break, or should we save all, all, all the times we we would have given and give it all in when church reopens again? What well, uh, what's your what's your understanding of why we tithe? <laughs> uh, actually, actually, let me let me not throw that back at you. Hey, that's <laughs> that no, trap card. That's that trap card. <laughs> Robert was just like playing it cool. Like I'm not, I'm not falling for this. I'm not falling. Nah, um, not, not to throw it back at you, but my question would be, what's your understanding of why we tithe? Because my understanding of it was, apart from the, you know, bringing in a tenth and now opening the storehouses of heaven, it was a means by which the the church, or by which at least the priesthood, could um, self finance. And so the, the Levites and all of them guys that were not working, that tenth would go to help them. Also, it was a means by which the poor and the, um, you know, unfortunate, uh, uh, the orphans and the widows could also get something to eat. And so David, when he was hungry, would go in and would eat. The, he, he went into, the, um, into the, um, the sanctuary and he ate of, you know, what would be the type. So we're in these times, more, maybe more so, where... You know, you've got full-time ministers that maybe aren't getting uh, the... <laughs> this sounds bad, but maybe they're not getting the collection. <laughs> so they're not getting that. <laughs> they're not getting... You know, they're not getting a, um, a salary, per se. And I'm thinking of the, literally, the full-time minister who has his church congregation. That's all he does. He doesn't have any other means to feed his family. And that collection that's coming in you know, it's a free will offering, or also that tithe is a free will offering, and it's a tithe for the priest, so that he's not muzzled. You know, don't muzzle the ox as he's plowing or as he's working. So, I think now, especially, you know, you should be, we should be faithful in our tithing. Now, 
of course that's that's not to say where you maybe have lost your own income because you know all of these things mean you're not able to go to work or where you're struggling that means that you should i don't know go and rob someone to pay your tax no I think there's still grace and God puts all these things out. But if you are in a position to, I think, yeah, still pay your tithe, still give an offering, especially when you know it's directly um, it's directly helping your full-time pastor that's, you know, doing the work of God in your life. Yeah, I think you should. You should still tithe. If um, you're in a position where maybe that's not necessary because you're part of a super large organization, and whatever, and they're not maybe taking the physical tax in, or they're not requiring you to pay into some bank account. I think, yeah, you can be faithful with it, save it, and then when all of this is over, you can go and hand it in. But I, I, I think it's, for me, it's no longer just about the blessings. And that's why I'm not even going down that route to say, oh, still, do you not still want God to open up a storehouse because those blessings everything is yea and amen in abraham anyway and that has nothing to do with our tithes we give our tithes because or i think we should give our tithes because it actually helps self-finance the church it helps take care of the full-time minister that's actually looking after you or if your church does it that way it helps to propagate the word into other places i know some of my um older churches they use the tithes in a big part to finance like crusades and um outreach into you know, remote countries and whatnot. So those things, I think, are more important than the inward-looking, I'm paying my tithe so that I get paid or I get blessed or whatever. I, I think it's those things will carry on even under these circumstances, maybe more necessary, maybe more um, importantly under these circumstances. And so if you're, in a position, if you're in a position to, then yeah, please still pay your tithe, still, you know, um, give an offering, give your offerings or whatever. Um, to help with, you know, the full-time minister that's, you know, also now lost his income. Um, but if you're not in a position to do so, it's not a call and judgment on you either. But I think God understands and, you know, he, he will, he's taking care of you. If your faith allows you to, then whatever he's taking care of you with, you're still able to pay tithes on that um, as well. But, yeah, I, I think you should still, if, you're, if, you're, if your faith allows you to and if you're in a position to do so, yeah. Cool. Thank you for that, Peter. Well, um, Mo, any any <laughs> any objection? Um, yeah. Could I weigh in on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I called you out. I literally called you out, like, for objections. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to weigh in on that. And it's... Um, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And one thing I like about Peter's perspective is it's very much practical. Um, in terms of, like... Yes, like, how, how are we actually sustaining the full-time pastor? How are we sustaining... It's, it's like, just because um, COVID has hit and people are working from home and stuff doesn't necessarily mean that the light bill for the church is stopped. Doesn't necessarily mean that, like, there's still practical things to be done within the church that doesn't stop because of this pandemic. Um, <laughs> but the challenge that I would like to throw out as well is almost before all of that it's like your heart towards god because it is and my my perspective isn't necessarily on like tithing 10 percent or blah 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 it's just in that but it's almost showing it's like we love god because he first loved us we give to god because he first gave to us and it's the sense in which like the sheer fact that we are able to work we are able to have a living as christians we believe that is by the grace of god like, it is God who is keeping us safe. It is God who has blessed us with the job. It is God who has given us all that we have. And it's having a heart that wants to honour God within that and say, all right, cool, I will hand over this to whatever you're doing. It does. It could be 10%, it could be 20 it could be 100 it could be whatever you want it to be. But it's the heart that's like, God, I want to honour you with what you've given to me. You've given me all of this and you've called me to steward it. And it's one the thing about the... the the servants who were given talents, when the master came back, they gave the master everything. They didn't necessarily say, I'm going to keep the, the profits and I'll give you back the money you gave me. Mm. But I was like, I want to honor you with the totality of what you've given me. And that's, and so even if we're, even if you don't like actually type, how are you honoring God and how are you stewarding what he's given you? 
So you might not necessarily tie up to the church itself, but you may in this period give the money to causes that feed the homeless or give the money for causes that do whatever. I don't know. But it's like, how are you actually honoring God with the finances? And so I, I, and I kind of wanted to spin that to almost challenge the heart, to challenge our hearts to just be like, how are we honoring God during this time with our finances? Mm. Yeah. So yeah, looking at that practical, uh, looking at that, the motivation behind how we handle our finances during this time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so let's do our talk for today. But yeah, so with this with this whole season of self isolation, it's yeah. it's made it's made me think about a lot of things. Um and I hope we don't have too many more of these Corona episodes, but you know, it's it's it's, it's only week two, and there isn't much yeah. else happening in the world. To be honest, <laughs> that's true. Actually, yeah, no, there isn't. There isn't. Everything's um, all shut down. Yeah. yeah, I remember I went for I went for like a walk the other day, and I saw that like one of the corner shops was like shutting down. And like they were like mm. for their stock and stuff, and so like obviously so, like, pardon? No, they were doing what with their stock? They were like they were like removing everything from 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 like the shop to like oh, like right. locking up the thing. Yeah. And and like a comment that um I've been seeing a lot is like this pandemic is showing how many people and businesses are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, and then I, it, it just makes me think like after after this is all all done, is it gonna change the way you approach money, mm. or do you think that the way you handle money is quite secure at the moment? Yeah, I mean I haven't got enough saved up to like last another two three months without a um, without a, a paycheck so. It, it will definitely, I think it, it will definitely make us, me at least, you know, personally, it will definitely, definitely make me more, um, more disciplined with, you know, the saving for a, a rainy day sort of thing, because we've had the rainy day and, you know, luckily, you know, we, we just carried on working sort of thing, so it's so all good, but, um, yeah, no, it will definitely make me, um, more, more, more cognizant of, the need to really be prepared, um, but then again, the question is how how much how prepared can you really be? You know, if you save up for two months, that's cool. But then, what if it's it lasts three months, you know, or four months? Or but it's, it's, if it lasts um, two months and one week, you know, you know, for real, for real, you know. So it's like, how prepared can you really be? But then again, I also see there's an element of um, needing to rely on Christ that mm. doesn't doesn't um, require us to have saved all that much or, or to be that prepared, you know. And I find God works with everyone on that individual basis. So where maybe I've got a week's worth of saving, God sort of sorts me out or brings me to a point where I'm relying on him and needing him to sort me out. And, and he does. That's the thing. I believe no one that has relied on God has been put to shame yet. So it's, yeah, you know, it'll make me think about things, but maybe not, not too, too much. Do you know what? I, I echo the last part of the statement as well, where it's like, bro, when I tell you, rainy day fun, myth, myth. Mm. I literally just started when this started. Yeah. So I've only <laughs> been like a month or two into the state and it's, and it's one of them ones where I kind of felt God impressing on me to start being intentional about stewarding the money in a way that reflects him, uh, my relationship with him. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me start putting things into place. So I started to do that, to have discussions with gems and blah, blah, blah. But as as um, Peter was saying, like, Jamelia and myself run a business. And our business is firmly in the art sector. Mm. And that's the sector that's taken the worst hit. Yeah. Where it's just like, and most of our, like, one of our workshops is with homeless people or people currently going through homelessness. 
And so they were already high risk. Mm. And then the shelters and stuff that were working, they, they had a COVID scare one week. And, then, and so it was just like everything was just up in the air. Where most, we were doing another workshop in an elderly home. And obviously they're the most vulnerable. And so as soon as COVID, they shut everything down. They're like, nope, we're not letting anyone else come into the house. Mm. And so again, that's been shut down. And all of our funding was based on the completion or at least hitting some milestones for these things. Mm-hmm. And so there was one time when Gems and I were at home and we were just like, we don't know how we're going to get through this. Yeah. And it's like, it was that trust and that faith in God was just like, there was just that quiet assurance that Saturn's going to come through. And then to hear that um, all of our contractors are saying they're still going to honour the contracts, even regardless of whatever, like how things are playing out. And so we've had payments and stuff like that. And we're just like, that is the only reason why we're still able to keep the lights on. And so there's that, for me, having been in this position, there's that reassurance that like, yo, for those who are in Christ, God's got you. Like things, mm. like things may look pear-shaped and things may be going downhill and for those who have like lost family and stuff like that and are really going through the mill, the thick of it, I'm just like, nah, like I still have faith that God has got us. Um, if nothing was to like, have come through and like we had to take other jobs, there are like, um, and I, I've, I feel like all of us, given the position of like, leading a family or whatever we will Mm. take on whatever job we need to to make ends meet so i'm seeing like call center jobs and stuff like that going and i'm just like bro i wouldn't hesitate to take a couple call center jobs just to keep this finger i hate call center jobs i wouldn't hesitate to take these jobs just to kind of ride out the season yeah and so yeah it's just like and even um online delivery jobs Mm. I would happily take them them jobs and just be like, cool, let's let's try and make the most of this somehow. So yeah, I think yes, savings and stuff is good. Um, but the challenge that I've been facing is to what degree do I then start relying on my savings and not on God? Yeah. So that's that's been the challenge for me. Yeah. And also I think um that I I guess for people going forward, they'll be a, they'll be a lot more serious about their saving, just because of something like this has happened. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 as Christians, we shouldn't be saving out of a place of fear. Yeah, which, yeah, which, which is what a lot of people will be doing. And like said, like how much do you save? And like I'm saying, yeah. things come saving, and and like you'll never know how much your savings will be. Through a situation, um, yeah, like I do think it's there's wisdom in having something saved up, um, but yeah, it's just like I think there's it's like to me, it, it all comes back down to being a wise steward over finances, being a wise steward over what God has given you, what God has placed in your position, and so it's just like God has made me that. We don't have the finances to try fix it. How have, how have I been doing in this right? If that makes sense. Um, mm. So yeah, it's just challenges like that. Was just like, how am I stewarding what God has given me, um, and doing so in a manner that honors and glorifies Him, rather than quote unquote my ability to steward my entrepreneurial spirit or whatever, um, yeah. which seems to be which seems to be like the God of the age. Um, mm. Yeah. I think this experience will really reshape the way a lot of us have our relationship with money. Mm. Some for better, some for worse. But yeah, I don't think we'll, we'll come out come out this um, the same as they went in. No. <laughs> um, yeah, and like with all this extra time as well, I've been. I've said that I would. I haven't yet. But I've been planning to like just checking on people a bit more than and than mm. I would normally. I haven't got around to as have I haven't got around to it as, as much as I'd like to. But that's definitely been an an an, an attention. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, so, so, so I guess like another good thing that's that's just like come out of this Corona thing is just like people trying to be be more intentional about spending time or like checking in on their loved ones and stuff. Yeah. Which we don't seem to do enough because we're just so busy, busy, busy. But now we have like <laughs> all the time in the world. <laughs> quite literally. Quite literally. Yeah. A lot of us do anyway. There's still those who like. Who, who in like the NHS and in like supermarkets and stuff who are probably working like double shifts but like for the majority of us we've legit got all the time in the world to just like to like just do nothing which gives us the time to do everything if that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah have you guys been reaching out to people more now and that, now that you've been on lockdown I'm I'm trying to be more intentional about it for sure, um, and just you know just calling people and like I think I always find it a little bit easier to you know just call someone like oh I'll just say hello sort of thing. But now I think I'm being I'm being more so intentional about video calling and you know literally checking how people are doing, making sure everyone's okay. Just because we're all you know not to sound cliche, but we're all in it together sort of thing. Um, so I'm I'm, def- I'm definitely calling it a little bit more. I could always do more, but you can always always do more. So yeah, mm. I think um, what I have been a lot more intentional about is um, being relational with my family, and so I I am normally a lot more. I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do this. But right now, it's very much just been like, let me just spend the time with my family. Um, and that's, that's, a, that's what I've been a lot more intentional about. I think the one thing externally that has increased a lot has been FaceTime with my mum. Mm. My mum and dad. And it's just like FaceTime and then let them like have fun with the kids and stuff like that. Just recognising that both of them are, are at retirement age. And so they're classed within the vulnerable category just due to their age. Um, And just being intentional, just be like, yes, spend some, like, you guys can't go out and I don't want you guys to go out and I can't go, I can't go down physically. Um, So yeah, just get to see your grandchildren, get to see us and everything like that. I think that's, I've been a lot more intentional about that. Um, But also been intentional about so it hasn't necessarily been a, been uh, phone conversations, but um, WhatsApp conversations. So bringing people into like into different things, having different conversations on WhatsApp and them them things there. That that has been a lot more intentional. But I think there's been a an emphasis for me on spending time with family. Mm. And yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. But how about yourself? Are you reaching out more? Apart from the babes? Um, Ram, the babes be reaching out to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, um, I did reach out to, like, a couple of my old work colleagues the other day just to see how they were doing because, like, um, they're freelancers. So I, so I know they are in the group who will be hit hit the hardest by this yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause like Mo like was saying, the arts is not an easy place to work in. <laughs> Bro. Especially, especially when your work is like, has to be person to person and then all of that gets shut down. Mm. And then, and then and like all the money you like envision coming in and so have, have like made arrangements. All of that's just been like wiped out from, from beneath. Um, but I was just thinking though it's like as a photographer you could still go out on a shoot and practice social distancing yeah man just just get that long lens you know like that just book a portrait shoot social distancing might have been telephoto and that bang <laughs> thing done <laughs> mm. I get arrested yeah. at the same time uh, yeah mm. but I, I've been more intentional about um talking to my cousins and stuff a lot more 
which is good, which has been great. There, there are still a couple of messages I've yet to reply to, which I need to reply to because I just I, I seen them. I was like, I'll, I'll I'll get back to them later. It's been a week. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. One of my cousins hollered my sister to be like, oh can I get can I get the can I get their numbers and stuff? So my sister called me to be like, yo, do you want me to give our cousin your number? I was like, bro, just tell him my phone's broken. And because of the COVID stuff, I need to wait to get it fixed. <laughs> I was just like, raw, like yeah. but thinking about it now, I'm just like, he might actually be trying to get in contact because of the whole COVID stuff, make sure everyone's alright. I'm just like, bro, some like family sometimes is long. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, it feels like putting effort into, like, relationships takes a lot more effort than it would usually. I don't know if that's mm. just me. Really? Yeah, cause, because usually, like you were saying, um, normally you, you would just, like, just say, like, quick hi to someone. But now, like, being indoors, like that can turn into a whole proper conversation. And, like, if you're not ready for it mentally, it can be so draining. Uh, Do you guys see any other positives coming out of this whole pandemic thing? Um, <laughs> clearly not. I, I, am, uh, I, I, am, well, I am praying. I am praying for a situation like Israel um, during the last plague, where the church will come out and be able to point to something that will show, like, sort of God getting glory out of this. Um, it's, yeah, I'm just, I'm just sort of praying for that and I'm praying into that because that, that was sort of the, the, the thing I was hoping or wanting to see where it's just like, okay, some distinction has been made between the church and the world through this. Um, even if it's just maybe members of the church were able to stay away from depression or any any sort of statistic that would go to prove or go to show that like God God covered His church really. Um, I, I am praying for something like that out of out of this. But otherwise, I think the the positive is that no matter what, no matter who created it, no matter what was happened, that which was meant for for evil, God can turn around for good. And mm. so somehow, God will be glorified in that, you know, and, and out of everything going on, somehow God will, God will be glorified in it. I, I think that's, that's dope. Positive. Do you know what? Um, I was reflecting, I was reflecting this week, and it's, I'm not, I'm using this, like, comparison very loosely um but it's almost like the earth is enjoying a sabbath yeah yeah i thought that as well recently yeah. where it's just like so uh, we went outside to go have some exercise and stuff and play with Leia, and even like the air smelled cleaner yeah the air just like it just felt cleaner um yeah. and I've, I've seen reports as to like the ozone layer is repairing itself cars on the road there's much to go out and blah 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 and it's almost like the earth is genuinely enjoying um i think for me that's i'm almost looking forward to um almost like a sense of renewal when we go back when we're able to go back outside where things yeah i don't know because it's just like i'm in it'll be interesting to see because I'm, I'm very sure that people are going to go out and they're going to go nuts. Like, yeah, they're just yeah. going to go nuts when they go out for the first time. Yeah. Um, but just to see how much of a reversal has taken place just by nature of us being in quarantine. Mm. Um, and hopefully, even if us like going out and going nuts, it doesn't just send us down the like spiral quickly again but it still takes some time to kind of go back there um and i think what i want to what i want to see i'll be interested to see is how this impacts relationships yeah if we're able to if we're able to can like continue this because it, it takes 21 days apparently it takes 21 days to build a habit 
And if everyone's intentional about like Zoom calling people and just checking up on people, blah, 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 throughout this quarantine, hopefully mm. that, that would have entrenched the habit by the time we finished to just make life a bit more sociable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, what, that's what I'm kind of looking, for, interested to see how things flesh out. So not necessarily looking forward to it, but mm. almost like, huh, I wonder how this, these things will play out. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think there is a statistic from uh, China that after the quarantine, there was a rise in the number of uh, divorces, which is unfortunate. But, yeah. And, and you know what? That, <laughs> it's, it's mad because in quarantine, for those in domestic violence, uh, homes and stuff like that, fam. Mm-hmm. They this mm-hmm. this is not this is not quarantine, mate. This is not lockdown. This mm-hmm. is prison time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's so <laughs> there's going to be an increase of babies and divorces. This is the thing. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a bit of sweet. I saw this article as well that was saying quarantine is a is a privilege, is, is, is something that only the privilege can afford. And mm. so they were kind of, they were kind of uh, making um, comparisons to like the micro um, apartments mm. in like Japan, where it's just like literally you're living in a cupboard. Yeah. yeah. And like India and rural places like this, where it's just like their spaces wasn't, it's almost like we just sleep there. And then we go out to go live life. But if mm. we're now confined to these spaces, this this is mud. Places where there's overpopulation and blah, blah, blah. It's like, they don't have a house. Mm. They don't have these luxuries to be able to, like, exercise in the, in the, in the shoebox. How are we going to do yeah. that? Yeah, it's interesting just kind of seeing the effects of it in different places. Mm. What what effect do you, do you guys speaking of divorce? What effect do you guys think this pandemic will have on your marriages, if any? Hopefully, it makes us stronger. I think, like um, like most things, yeah, pressure you know will either break or make you. And and I'm hoping it makes us stronger. I'm praying it makes us stronger. You know, we're we're now forced to be in same vicinity um you know maybe we can choose to pray together a lot more or we can choose to study a lot more or whatever you know um i'm praying that it makes us stronger it makes us better Uh, a couple teaches us to love one another better Uh, yeah yeah that's at least what i'm saying yeah i think that um, the comments are sobering because it's not sorry it's not like taking it for granted. Oh yeah, we're gonna be yeah. cool. We're gonna get out of this swimming, but it's just like I believe we'll be cool. But I'm still praying that, yeah. like, I don't take it for granted. Um, yeah. yeah. So even now, it's like um, we'll be celebrating our seventh year married this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but just just this time, it's just like I've experienced just a level of freedom with my wife that I haven't really done in a while, and it's just getting to know her more. Um, just seeing how good she is at teaching. So she's she's currently been doing most of the homeschooling and just seeing how great she is at doing that. It's like, you, you know when you have ideas as to like, yeah, you're good at this, but to mm-hmm. actively kind of see it and, and play, I'm just like, rah, like, yeah. And so I'm appreciating her a lot more and this and that. So I think for me, it's just giving me a greater appreciation for my wife. Um okay hopefully it's the same on her end and I'm I'm not just irritating her life but um, I think the prayer is that we enjoy one another a lot more um, as people as individuals yeah. and yeah I think everything else kind of flows from that in terms of just wanting to be around one another just wanting to like pray and engage with God and stuff like that um, I wanted to see each other develop now those things are kind of there already but I'm hoping that this kind of pushes it a bit further, as, as Peter was saying. So yeah, that's that's the hope for me. Mm. How about you? How about me? What? 
How do you how do you hope this uh, COVID nineteen affects your relationship relationships whatever after? <laughs> um. Well, so far it's been it's been fine. It's been great. Um. I think I've been able to find a good balance between like doing work stuff and having personal time and spending time with people. You know, it's great. And I think, yeah, I think that technology allows us to make the best of a situation. Yeah. Um, Because, like, if this had been, like, even 10 years ago, this would have been crazy, fam. (laughs) Mad, mad. This on dial-up, myth. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One person's reception drops is a wrap. What it takes is one phone call. (laughs) Facts, facts. Well, yeah, facts. Yeah, if, yeah. if if there's something that like you could personally work on, so it's like one thing that you like to develop, one thing that you like to see improved within yourself um, during this time, what would that be? Um, I think learning to rest in God. Hmm. Just because I legit have like all the time in the world to do that now. And like all the all, all, all the things I could use as, use as excuses as to why I'm not doing it, <laughs> they will be taken away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'd probably I'd probably upskill a bit. I've, I know I've got a few courses that I need to do, so I'd probably get those done um, and and upskill myself for the you know for the coming apocalypse. Mud. I I don't know why when you said that I just saw you with like nunchucks, hey. like that <laughs> with the katana nunchucks. Just yes. I think for me yeah. it's um it would just be um to declutter. Mm. Okay, but it's it's like a, it will be like a full declutter, so like decluttering the house decluttering like wardrobe stuff like that but also decluttering my mind Mm. like decluttering internally where it's just like sifting through emotions and memories and blah 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 um with the intention of just trying to live a lot more simply and not carrying stuff unnecessarily Mm. um so i think that 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 will be it for me where it's just like declutter to be able to actually enjoy the stuff Mm. that i Retain. Mm. Yeah. Decent. Decent. Yeah. So, yeah. Last, last question. Mm. Mm. A bit of a question, but it might become an important question sooner rather than later. What would it take for you guys to down with the idea of looting? To, to what? Be down with the idea of looting. It would would I take a lot of my part? Will I steal a piece of bread to feed my family? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have to come down to, like, we're, we're desperate, there's nothing. But even then, I, I don't want to... <laughs> I, you know, I, I always have my... We know the right thing to do. <laughs> so, I, I know there will never be a, a justifiable or a, a fully justifiable reason. However, honestly, you know, I, I, could, I, could, I could stand to lose a bit of weight, so I'm good. But seeing my wife, seeing my, my child hungry, yeah, that, that would be a greater test than I think I could, um, I could bear. I'll, be I'll, pick up, I'll pick up a plasma TV. As, I'll pick up an LCD as I'm picking up the loaf of bread as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> provide for the family. <laughs> now, I think I think for me pretty much along the same lines as Peter it's just like it would have to be dire a dire yeah. situation where it's just like my family are starving and yeah. there's like absolutely nothing um, because for me to start looting that will challenge directly my reliance on God yeah yeah so it would very much be a case of <clears throat> We need food, 
But I believe that he's never going to leave us to go hungry. Like I think, he's always going to provide and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I think at the stage we are now, it's not an easy thing to ignore. It's like, yeah, we recognize that there could come such a time as that. But I think by God's grace, we're, 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 we're maybe grown enough or, or at least have matured enough to realize that that decision would be, the, the ramifications of that decision are more than just we got to eat that evening. It's like, Nah, this is everything that you know. I'm my, my existence is built on 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 mm. the fact that God is sovereign over my life, and so I'm now taking that into my own hands and and going to loot. It's a bigger it's a bigger deal, and I think I think it's grace, it's God's grace, and it's testimony to the fact that He's been walking with us that we recognize it's not as easy a decision to make. I think, yeah. Robert, what will it take for you to be down with looting? Robert's been looting. Fam. <laughs> nah, but do you know what? Yeah, it will be mad if like you're walking to the shops and you legit got money to go buy bread and then you see guys running out with like three, four loaves of bread just stashed under their arms running out. Each. Yeah. I'll just be like, yo, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I think in that situation, I'd still pay because like I'd gone with the intention to pay. What you'd leave the money where? Yeah, um, if it's like self checkout, then I I go do self checkout thing and then I'm paying. So you're gonna be on the self checkout, scanning a loaf of bread as like the rest of the shop. It's just <laughs> yeah, you have We've seen Luton before. It's not, it's not, it's not odd. It's not done in an orderly fashion. Nope, of course. But the thing is, even with the London riots, I'm not London riots, like the looting and stuff that happened a couple of years back, um, them men thought they were calm. Two yeah. twos, they had trucks outside of people's faces. People's <laughs> houses getting raided. It's just like, rah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we had kids looting rice and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yo, like, there's ramifications for what you did. <laughs> you also had kids doing interviews. <laughs> yeah, I'm looting. Yeah, I'm looting. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want no smoke, so... Yeah. Bro, picture that, but, like, because you went to go get bread, the police bust through your door and your kids see you get handcuffed on the floor for bread. Yes. Yes. That's why you pay and keep your receipts. That way they can't... They, they... <laughs> Robert has the right idea. Robert has the right idea. But if everyone's looting, I'm gonna go get my some PS4 camera line and a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what, but, that, but that's what everyone's doing. I won't be the first. <laughs> I won't be the first. Even the second. So if your friends are jumping off a cliff, you will jump off as well. Yeah. If it means I can get a new laptop, crazy. Anyway, <laughs> I think I'll be nice place to round up. Mm. Um, hookups. Yeah, cool. So I'll go first. Um, I uh, hooked this couple up. I think last week, last two weeks. Kion and Marie Madrid, their um, the their YouTube channel. They put out a um, a tutorial to one of their choreographies, like just as a free tutorial. They normally would teach this in classes that people pay, but they put out this tutorial um, to one of their one of their choreographies uh, for free for people to do at home. And um, I think guys from the Kinjas are doing that. They're just doing like free dance classes online um, for people. So it's just another way to keep active and you know get a, a dope choreography or ruin the dope choreography if you just haven't got any rhythm but check them out so i'll link their youtube channel again kioni and marie madrid yeah cool um push-up challenge (laughs) 10 press-ups every day if it's too light 20 if that's too light 30 do whatever you can press-up challenge help you keep fit Okay. It'll help you keep upper body fit. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you if you want to do a full body thing, press up, squat, pull ups, abs. Mm. Let's keep it moving. Okay, so my hookup is a Google Chrome extension called Netflix Party. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. So it it like allows you to watch um, a Netflix series or film together with like friends, and then you can like make comments as the film's going on. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, it's really good fun. Um, I was watching Uncorked yesterday, which was a pretty good movie. Um, actually, yeah. Invited us to this, but yeah, cool. Fam. For, for when you, you didn't even pick up when I tried to video call you guys, but don't be asking me about about Netflix party, <laughs> bro. This this is just a WhatsApp message. Nine o'clock, Netflix party. Who's down? Feel me, fam. Fam, the way um our group goes, you, you might not get ready to get a response for like five days. <laughs> Stress. <laughs> nah, that sounds dope though. That, that sounds dope. Yeah. So, so, so Netflix party and um, um uncorked. You, 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 I mean, you, you can watch that. It's about yeah, does that guy. work with Netflix? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, but uncorked. Um, that's the film about this like black. It's kind of in the name, Peter. Netflix party. Well, you know, some of these like would also have you know um, third party application uh, compatibility, but yeah. guys, I'm mm. trying to give a look up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uncorked yeah it's a film about this black guy whose dad owns this like barbecue grill place oh yeah 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 he wants to be a master wine taster yes yeah 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 that, that's the good actually it was good it was good he was so corny at the beginning but um yeah anyway um shout out uh, for intro out music Calvin Taylor for ordering me amazing logo you can find us on Twitter at TheFriendsUK. You can email us at tbestfriendshotmail.com. You can find us at soundclap.com forward slash Black's First No Apostrophe. On all good podcasts and websites and apps, Black's like First Living Apostrophe. And I think that's everything. I think it is. Hmm. Yes, sir. And I guess this is the Black's First Furnace signing out. Blah. Uh,